Since you've all heard my voice, I'm here to tell a story. And this is a story of what it's like to be a podcaster. This story kind of mirrors an episode I had not too long ago that featured Glenn from the Glenn and Her podcast and also my co-host on Light Skin Privilege, which I really hope we can get back to sooner rather than later. However, before I digress, this is my tale on what it's like being a podcaster. The best way to put it is it's just it's just my personality, the way I am as a human being. It's kind of reflected in the way I produce or don't produce podcasts. It's all about my effort and what I put into it because I am the entire production of the show. It's my ideas, my concept, my input, my work, my effort. It all comes out because I do it or I don't. So if you don't hear anything, it's because I haven't been doing much with it. Kind of catch you up on my history as a podcast. It will just start from the very beginning. Sometime in 2015, I was at work and I got to know a uh, colleague and she was the producer of another show. And she invited me on as a guest. And this was kind of like my first experience and exposure to podcasting. I kind of reconnected with a guy that I knew as a kid. He was kind of introducing me to podcasting, but it was just a weird thing. I didn't understand listening to people talk. It just, it didn't seem like something I would get into, but he mentioned a show or two here and there. And eventually using the app on my iPhone, I started listening to it. Probably the first one was like the Black Eye Who Tips or Fusebox Radio or something like that. From then, I got the invite to be a guest from my colleague and I went on their show and their show was topic driven where there was a host. The producer kind of acted as a co-host and then the guest was the focus of the topic, whether it was driven by the guest or driven by the host and how I saw her rig and her setup and how they actually put things together and to, to be a part of it and then hear it, it kind of lit a spark within me and I wanted to do it for myself. So I did the basic research that you should do when you want to start anything. I used my Googles, went out to the web, found out what I needed and I got with a friend of mine, Lisa, and we did long story long. And Long Story Long was a show that was weekly and topical driven. Uh, Of course, the first few episodes, you don't know what you're doing. You're just kind of like laughing and giggling and talking about whatever comes up. But eventually we found a groove. We found a real groove. It was working really well for a while. The thing about having a host and co-host show is it allows you to rely on the other person if you're not exactly on your game. But if there's a conflict between you and the other person, whether it's spoken or unspoken, you can kind of pick up on that as well. And the shows don't necessarily come across as easy and as seamless as they always did. So my advice is if you're a podcasting, always have someone else to podcast, whether it's a producer or co-host. But I'll also say have a third party. The third party acts as an alternate voice instead of you or the other person and back and forth just doesn't work because when you're doing a project like podcasting or something creative, if it's not something that both parties are equally vested in, 
some person might care a little more and some person might care a little less. And it might be transparent. It just might not be their thing. And you can't really produce and make things work the way you might have envisioned if everybody's not on board at the same rate. And you realistically can't expect everyone to be on board at the same rate or the same pace because it's really one person's idea. Something to work on, but it's not always going to come through. After long story long, I had a discussion with my co-host about doing a second show because I understood the podcasting landscape and it was always room for more. It's not like must-see TV. You can always create another avenue, another window for another topic to talk about. And long story long, again, was topical and driven by uh, what's in the media and pop culture and what's hot of the day. And the other show I had was more personal and had a lot more to do with the experience of the individual more so than what's going on in the world. Uh, The discussion didn't go so well and we kind of ended abruptly and we aired a show after the show ended, but that very last show was kind of the last time her and I spoke. Uh, Again, the show ended abruptly. And I took some time off to kind of figure out what I wanted to do and I was in my head talking myself out of doing the show because I wasn't sure I could pull it off. And then that former colleague that introduced me to podcasting, I talked to her about it and she wanted to produce the show for me. And I wasn't necessarily interested in that. And then she said something to me that kind of pushed me to do it. And she told me that, oh, I I couldn't do it by myself because I don't have the skills or ability or something along those lines. And I found it insulting very condescending so it was just the nudge I needed to get my foot in the door and make it happen called up a friend he was transitioning a lot in his uh, personal life he took a bigger risk and we talked about that and that episode was with my buddy AJ and that's where I got the title of the show the by chance podcast because what he did was he took a chance on himself and just moved 3,000 miles across the country and started over again and in the end where he's at right now like it worked out that was an excellent move that he did because it kind of pushed him to do things differently and pushed his employer to look at things differently. And it, and it worked out. So he took that chance and he bet on himself and it turned out well. So week after week, initially, I was rolling with them guests because I was motivated and I was, I was ready to produce this show that people told me I couldn't do because I wasn't good enough to do it. And people wouldn't be interested in it because the landscape of podcasting is kind of segregated. Black people like what black people like, young people like what young people like. It doesn't quite mix. And my, the way my show is set up isn't really one of those segments that like black people get into. Storytelling isn't the most entertaining thing when you're looking to laugh or zone out or relax or have something reflective. Like my numbers as far as long story long were probably four or five times as high as my numbers with the Bot Chance podcast, but it's not really about numbers. It's about getting it out and being proud of the work that you do. When me being me, I don't always get it out. I'm not always proud of the work that I've done, but I'm just getting it out because SoundCloud is taking $15 out every month for this storage space. And then after a while, like that wasn't even a motivating factor to make a show. So that's, that's what the gap in between episodes comes down to. It was like, I'm not motivated to do it. It's hard. Like every part of podcasting as a solo 
entity is a lot harder than it is as a guest, even if the production and uh, the marketing or the making making uh, guests aware or notices around episodes or whatever is in the hands of one person. At least the weight of the show when you have a co-host isn't on just one person. Every aspect of the show depends on me. And a lot of times I don't feel like it because life is happening. Life gets you tired. Other things are in the way. And just like the push to get it out. It's just not there all the time. But what helps is talking to like-minded individuals and staying in that zone. It, it Just like anything else you would do. But a lot of times I'm just, I'm not in that zone. I just don't happen to be today because I heard this other uh, podcast and the person's really bad at it, but they keep putting out shows. <laughs> so I keep listening because it's, it's some new content They're They are not that good at all at uh, making shows or giving concise thoughts or telling a good story. And they're a solo production. It's just them, their voice, their story, their topic. And it goes all over the place. It starts out great and then it falls apart throughout it. And it's got these weird little sound clips in the middle. I'm guessing it's the software that they use to actually get the recording done. But it's bad and I keep listening and they keep doing it. So it's working. And it kind of led me to today where I'm sitting in my car about to go on Target because I need to pick up some items. And I'm recording on my phone to tell you the story. And in the very end, I don't have anything. I don't. I'm, I'm all I got. So I should probably take my own advice and do the safe thing by taking a chance. I got some shows in the can that I'm going to edit and put out. We're going to keep this podcast thing going. If you want to be a guest, it's real easy. Reach out. J Del Negro, anywhere on the web. It's me. I'll reach out to you. You can reach out to me, whatever. Everybody's got a story to tell. From the time you stubbed your toe to the time you climbed Mount Everest to the time you went to stand on stage and perform and your voice cracked so bad and everyone laughed at you. Every story is a story worth telling and sharing. I'm just trying to facilitate and help people get it out. Thanks for listening. In life, the only safe thing you can do is take a chance. See you all next time. Tell him.